Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Well, here we go again. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Baseball Mainly on nrmstreamcast.com. And uh, if you don't have it, download the app. If you're just watching on the internet, uh, download the app so you can get us anytime, right? Yeah, in the car, at work. Yeah, because you really want to watch it in the car while you <laughs> we drive. Listen to it while you're at work <laughs> or hey, driving. Hey, that's Corey, uh, the uh, uh, bench warmer, Stuart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I got promoted. I got demoted. You got so hard. Wow. Wasn't that last week? I was GM. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you just before the, this show went on, you reminded me of my love for Ronnie Rodriguez and how, <laughs> how, how, how badly that failed. That's okay. I'm still going off of 78 wins this season. Well, they're gonna they're 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 gonna get 78 wins. They just won't all be this in one season. <laughs> and with us today, also, as usual, is Ethan the Statman Perlman. How's it going? If uh, if I were any better, I'd be twins. Things oh, are really good. You know the Minnesota, Minnesota Twins? I'm not doing so good right now. <laughs> They're like uh, two games up, right, on Cleveland? Two yeah, three? yeah, two. Uh, well, Cleveland just swept uh, the Angels, so. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know where those stats well, are. Well, the Tigers took two out of three for Cleveland the Angels. Cleveland sweeping the Angels? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'm giving them a clap because, you know, they swept Brad Osmus. Which is something they, you know, they, we took they two always out of three games from Brian Osmus. It's not hard. It's hey. like stealing candy from a baby. It isn't like things got better when he left. True. So, come on. Ooh. And with us, a very special guest in the studio today is Debbie LeBeau. And Debbie is uh, here to talk to us about a very special event that she has planned at the Willie Horton Field of Dreams, the PAL Stadium, mm. where Tiger Stadium used to be. Yep. I got to play a few games there uh, last year. Pitched off that mound, could not throw a strike to save my life. <laughs> but I uh, had a great time and had uh, I had a hit there that almost got to the wall. Ooh. Couple so, bounces and it was there, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Debbie, welcome. We're happy Thank to you. have you. Thank you. Happy really to happy to have you. Uh, you have an event coming up that uh, we want to help you. Uh, get the word out about and so uh, I know it's about somebody who was very special in your life someone who uh, who uh, tragically passed away was it last fall in December in December. End of December so tell tell us about it. it's in honor of Howard Weingarten it's in honor of Howard Weingarten tell us tell us about the event the event will be move um, up to that mic a little bit will be a baseball outing at uh, Powell's new corner ballpark and uh, Howard loved baseball, he coached, and it just seemed like the perfect um, event to plan there based on what he loved, his love of baseball. So we're gonna have a dinner and a baseball game uh, where will be a co-ed baseball game. We haven't quite determined. There's people who, some people wanna play hardball, some people wanna play softball. Mm -hmm. So that's still up in the air as people are sure. registering. Um, and there'll be a dinner and just an evening uh, in memory of him to uh, have a good time and have people just, you know, talk about him and play the game and 
have good time together well, in his I, memory. Well, I know that he went to several fantasy camps. Yes. So times. you might want to talk to Jerry Lewis about getting some of his worst pitchers out there <laughs> uh, to pitch to you guys. So you know, can might, play better. It might even be cool if, uh, you know, somebody like, uh, I don't know, Dave Rosemont uh, thought about coming out and throwing everybody. That would be nice. Uh, that would be nice. So I don't know that Rosie listens because <laughs> he doesn't listen to much. Uh, he's a good guy. Wonderful guy. Could throw all day and would, you know, maybe get somebody like that to throw to people. Uh, that's a, that's an idea. Um, that's an idea. So when is that? When's the event? It's August thirty first. We're going to do the game at five, and dinner at seven. And what's for dinner? Uh, it's it's not completely settled on yet. Okay, all right. So we haven't completely determined that yet. So baseball, be lots of snacks and fun while the game's going on and. For people who haven't been to PAL, they have a nice, almost like a skybox where you can walk out on the balcony and watch the game or, you know, just have fun. And um, it's open to kids, so um, we do have little kids coming that can come and watch the game. So just a fun time doing what Howard would have loved. Oh, cool. That's great. That's and you have people nice. signing up already. Yes. Uh, um, Ethan, I think we've got a, a way that uh, people can find out about this on our website. Yeah, so on our Facebook page, a few, we few weeks ago we posted the uh, flyer for the event, and after the show today we, we will repost it to Facebook. Um, along with Debbie's email, as long as you're okay with that. Yeah, I would love uh, So that. if they have any it's, questions or would like to know more about the event, they can yeah. And send it really you an explains a little bit about Howard and why I chose to do this particular event this way for him. Well, uh, it was just his passion. That's very nice. I get Thank the passion you. for baseball. Uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about losing uh, uh, Billy Eckstein, mm -hmm. who was a guy that we played with uh, both at Fantasy Camp in the NM and in the MSBL League here, as well as at some of the tournaments that uh, uh, Scott Green puts on with uh, Play at the Plate. Mm -hmm. And uh, boy, when you lose a, a baseball brother, it doesn't matter if you know him or not. It's uh, it's it's a special family. It is. You know, I think it was Leo DeRocher who said, "Baseball is like church. Mm -hmm. Many attend." few understand that's right that's right <laughs> and uh I, I agree with that well anything else you want to share with us about about howard tell us a little bit about him well howard was a great guy he was a general contractor by trade um but like i said is that how you met were you in the uh, you're in the design build we business, actually right? did meet through work actually at that time he was a carpenter and um we kind of he did some work for me that's how we met through another friend who is also a baseball lover mm -hmm. and that was always a huge part of his life um so immediately you know he was a season ticket holder detroit baseball society um uh you know attendee uh every year at uh, spring training then uh, fantasy camp a few years ago started so how cool um yeah, I always knew about baseball, watching my father, watch, you know, and my brother, who mm -hmm. always were avid baseball fans, but Howard taught me a lot more about the game. So oh, yeah. He taught me a lot more. He, he loved um, all-star baseball, too, so he was a avid collector, um, and we would just get into the history and go to the shows and uh, love the memorabilia and just really loved everything about it loved being at the game we loved being at the games it was even when they were bad it's just still a game. it's the experience uh, it's the experience it's yeah. a great experience yeah. i know so, when, when i'm at the game i love uh watching 
what's going on out there, trying to figure out how I could be a better player, which is kind of a lost cause at this age. But <laughs> but uh, I, I I really love it, and you know, we've got some pictures going up of uh, of Howard. This is I think at a fantasy camp. Yep. Looks like in Florida, yeah, yep. which is a beautiful place that yep, uh, Lakeland it was. area. It was. Um, yeah, what a great time. I had some great times down there as well. It was a blast. Okay, so uh, we have the, the website up on the screen. Can you, can you? Uh, I, I mean, our Facebook page, yep. Baseball Mainly. If you go to our Baseball Mainly Facebook page, you can read all about this. We want you to uh, think about attending. It's, it'll be a fun event, Yeah. and you'll meet other people who love baseball mm -hmm. and love people who love mm -hmm. baseball. And if you haven't been over there, it's really a sight to see in that part of Detroit now. It is. It's it, so They're nice. changing it's so, it's nice so dramatically, and that park is gorgeous, it and is. the uh, housing that's going up over there. Yep. It's really nice to be over at By Trumbull again. and kind of sharing those memories it so is. wonderful wonderful that you're doing that and yeah, we you. got to go down there thank on opening you. day didn't we Corey? Yeah. we did it was a little freeze cooler. a little bit <laughs> but we saw some baseball that's right yeah and yeah. Uh, took some film and had a great time mm -hmm. well uh thanks for being with us today debbie uh the event thanks is at having me. the event is at the willie horton field of dreams which is the pal field in detroit mm -hmm. right. uh, former home of tiger stadium and speaking of the field of dreams uh we have a little video we want to share with our clients. <laughs> Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. Do you love that guy's voice or what? Who is that? That that that's uh, must be Buzz Junior. Oh, I got you. Oh, I, okay. I, I thought that was Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Just show up, sign up, <laughs> and ride. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw him, and he was—he's gone off to do another one of those commercials. Look at yeah. him. That guy—he's he, never going to stop, man. He nope. keeps going. As long well, as he we got that voice. We had a, it was great having Debbie in the mm -hmm. in the studio, and it's a great event, and and I. I have no idea what's going on in my ear right now, but I hope yeah, it's bees. I hear yeah. bees. <laughs> Some sort of bee. <laughs> is this the rally goose coming back? <laughs> oh, the rally goose! I totally forgot about Oh, that's the better. Goose. That's better. Go. I hope we're still on. <laughs> yeah. Well, with us in the studio now is my boss. No, it's not Paul Benzman. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the head coach of the Bloomfield Hills Blackhawks. Frank DeVito. Welcome, Frank. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're excited? Well, wait till it's over. We're going to talk about baseball, Great. and uh, I think you know a little bit about baseball. Uh, a little. Uh, uh, I see Frank all the time up at, uh, up at the high school teaching baseball. I've watched him coach uh, a high school team for the last few years. Does a great job, and... Uh, you bucking for a race? Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Keep it coming. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I, I, 
he was gracious enough to uh, let me uh, coach the ninth graders this year, mm-hmm. which I think when he said, well, would you want to do the ninth grade? He thought, well, you know, no way anybody wants to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, that's that's where I want to be. I want to be I want to be teaching. Yeah, I, I think that that's uh, if if I have a gift, that's what it is. Now, I don't know that I was able to share that gift with these kids because mm-hmm. it was a learning experience for me. Yeah. But uh, I, I did have one kid that really improved, and it, it, boy, it was just gratifying. It feels good, doesn't it? And when he told me I'd actually get paid, it was like, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> <That> Money? Was, <laughs> that was the cherry on top? Yeah, that was great. Less than a dollar an hour, though. Oh. <laughs> well, that's fine. Right. Any, anything. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I see those Amazon packages on our porch every day, and I realize we better, you know, no time to retire. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, generally at this point in the show, we talk about what's happened on this day in baseball, yeah. and uh, Ethan's got a couple things to share with us. So uh, what you got? happened in 1972 to uh, arguably – the greatest player in baseball history. Yeah, 1972, Hank Aaron uh, with his 660th and 661st career home runs breaks Yankee legend Babe Ruth for the most all-time. Hammer and Hank's second round-tripper of the day was a 10th-inning home run, enabling the Braves to beat Cincinnati 4-3. to Okay, when, when he hit number uh, 714, right, to break the record, what Tiger was on base? Former Tiger, but he played for Atlanta at the time, obviously. Daryl Evans. Daryl Evans, very good. Boom. Ding, I was ding, about ding, to ding. say it, but I was going to let Frank. Yeah, yeah you do. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. and uh, uh, Hammer and Hank went on to hit how many? Seven? Fifty-five. Yes, sir. Wow. That guy was amazing and just low-key. I just love that. Hmm. You know, I don't think there were any bat flips. Mm-hmm. It was all just going about his business. It was proper, you know, proper etiquette back then, you know. No, I talked no. to I talked to Daryl about walking into that clubhouse as a rookie. Uh-huh. He said he just kept his head down and his mouth shut. He said he was in awe. Eddie Matthews, Hank Aaron. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, there's just great players. Mm-hmm. What happened in 1973? In 1973, Roberto Clemente becomes the first Latin-born player to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. The late Pirates outfielder had died tragically on New Year's Eve in a crash that was carrying relief supplies to the victims of the earthquake in Nicaragua, and he was elected after his passing. How many hits? 3,000. Very good. (laughs) Frank is this guy (laughs) doing baseball. One of my my favorite players, Roberto Clemente. What Uh, an arm. I know Mm. you took uh, the high school kids to uh, Vero Beach last year. In Bradenton, where the Pirates train, mm-hmm. probably a very similar place, there are pictures in their dorms of Clemente on every wall. He's everywhere. That's awesome. It's you know, should be. There are a few yeah. of yeah. Bonds. Mm-hmm. There are several of my look-alike, Jim Leland. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there are a lot of Roberto Clemente, who was a great man, died on a humanitarian mission. Yeah. Uh, only hit 240 home runs. 317, I mean, 317 uh, batting average. What, uh, that's incredible career. That's all, I would say that's Hall of Fame. That's and of fame. in those days, stayed with one team. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's a rare thing that uh, we don't see nowadays. 
Well, we don't we don't want to get too critical of the tigers because we do talk about the tigers here a little bit. We we just have to get critical of. But you this know. next thing on the rundown, yeah, do we really have to? Or? Well, e Ethan put it on here. It says they're playing thoughts, right now. <laughs> thoughts on the team's performance <laughs> every week. We should do well, we should do this segment every every month. <laughs> so I don't have to talk. Maybe about during it. the winter. Yeah, they don't lose during the winter. I just, I, you know, I, I actually, I actually took the time to sit down and watch a few games uh, the, over the weekend, and I just, I'm not as hopeful as I was in the beginning, even with the rebuild. Now it's just starting to look very. We're just doing our best to just keep our heads afloat, and. Even the guy, like, we don't have all-stars. We talked about this the other day. We do. Shane Green. We, Matthew, no, no, Matthew we Boyd. And, you know, I want to bring up something when we talk about Shane Green because I, I think it's kind of interesting. But, you know, Matt, Matthew Boyd, if Shane Green wasn't on the Tigers, Matthew Boyd would have been the all-star. Sure. So yeah. I, I will say we still have a all-star caliber. In Matthew Boyd. In Matthew Boyd. Yeah, nobody else. I don't see anybody no, no, else. Nobody make, else. I don't see anybody, anybody else, else on the current roster. But Okay, it, yeah. here's... Here's my thoughts on their performance. We think, I think, the rest of the world knows that we're going to get to the losses we, we saw under Trammell, 119, right? More, I think. But <laughs> the, the, the major league record in the modern era mm -hmm. since 1900 mm -hmm. is 120, set by the, the Cubs. The Tigers? The Mets oh, the in Mets. 1962. I knew it was a National League. How, how and, and, bad were and the just Tigers, a few though, later, a few years later, the Mets with Tom Seaver were in the World Series. Right? I, yeah, I know, and that's how baseball is. You have a bad season, you turn it around. They did it in Minnesota a few years ago. They they've done it in Boston. They've done it with the Cubbies. They've done it with. It's just I don't believe in our processing please, anymore because please don't use the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> that took 108 years. <laughs> well, it took them a long time, but they finally got down. And I just don't. I'm I'm seeing a lack of support. I think in management and and players wanting to just really hustle it out, especially our all-star players like Miguel Cabrera. I know he's and, injured, and but you know what? He Corey, can work Corey, out. He can't hustle it out because the minute he tries to hustle it out is when he pulls his hamstring. Yeah, well, he needs Look, to lose he has, some weight. He has bad legs. <laughs> yeah. He has bad legs, yeah. and it's hard to hit. Mm -hmm. You use your legs to hit. Sure. The, uh, uh, speaking of guys who are all-stars, though, you got, you got to experience some, uh, some FaceTime with an all-star who's playing for the Yankees now, didn't you? Who's that? Uh, the second oh, baseman. Oh, Dejan LeMahieu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in 2008, oh, yeah, right. I was um, honored to uh, coach the Michigan High School All Star team for the top seniors in the state, and uh, he was one of our players. I drafted him. This <laughs> 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 high school, this high school coach nominated him for the game, and um, so I picked him up for our squad for the E squad. Yeah, yeah he's nice. Nice, yeah. nice young man, great kid, very humble. Um, just went out there, did his job. He's killing it in yep. New York. Yeah, he just killing it. He's been great. They're talking about him being maybe the American League MVP. Oh, wouldn't that wow. be great to have nice. a, a Detroit kid for that? Yep. Yeah. yeah. He won a batting title a couple years back. and. See, we, yeah, we don't know great. as much about LeMahieu because he was in the National League, and right. it's an American yeah. League town. Well, he moved, and he moved here um, from California his sophomore year, I believe, of high school. You know, went to Brother Rice, played there, mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, has flourished since. You had another uh, major leaguer who came up with Toronto last year. Yeah, John Birdie. Um, when I was the head coach at Troy High for uh, from 2001 to 2010, 
Um, I made this decision. I knew we weren't going to be very good on the varsity. I, you know, so I brought up some freshmen and I brought him up and I said, you're going to be our start, starting shortstop for the next four years. We're going to live and die with you there. And um, it paid big dividends because we made it to the state semifinals two years with him at shortstop. And um, he got drafted. Um, I remember we were coming off the field a senior year and um, get, just getting ready for the playoffs, too, because Major League Draft's right around that time at the end of the high school season. He goes, oh, coach, I just got drafted by the Oakland A's in, like, the 32nd round. I go, oh, that's great. Um, but he was going to go to college, and he went to Bowling Green. Cool. And, great uh, decision by him, yes, I have it was. to say. Yeah, he had a great career there. <laughs> broke a lot of records. Did you know him? Uh, yeah. He had I, a lot I, of rec- broke a lot of records a there. Bit with him, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, the male athlete of the year there. Yeah. Um, rewrote the record books and stuff, and then his senior year, he got drafted in the 18th round by the Blue Jays, came up through the Blue Jays organization, played in the All-Star game at every level. He moved up, led the minor leagues in stolen bases a few times, and just. but he could not crack that Blue Jay lineup because they were just yeah. they were just loaded at third base and shortstop and second base and where he played. I always thought when he got to the major leagues he'd be an outfielder because he could run and he had a good arm. And um, we're seeing that now. The other day, um, he's been hurt off and on, but the other day, the Marlins just brought him back up, and he had a single, double, triple in one game. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, he was on the MLB Network against Jacob DeGrom, who he owns. He's got like five. He's like five for eight against Jacob DeGrom. And yesterday, he let off the game with a single, stole second, his next at bat. He let off the inning first pitch, a double off DeGrom. So yeah, he's he's doing Isn't good. That great? I know yeah. Manningly, Manningly yeah. loves him. He said we saw him, and you know he came to the spring training. I always said when he was the Blue Jays, he's got to get traded. He's got to get traded. He's got to go to another organization. Well, and he and he did get traded at yeah. one point last year to Cleveland, yeah, yeah. and then yep. and got then traded back. right back. Yeah, and he went back like a month later. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, he's because uh, he I talked to him a little bit in the off season. He said, uh, you know, if he wasn't going to make it this year, he was probably going to hang it up because he's getting close to thirty. Yeah. Um, and uh, but, but he, man. And he's really he's done great, but he can still outrun a lot of those oh, guys. Yeah. His speed oh, yeah. is yeah. tremendous. Yeah, hmm. but that also kind of hurts him a little bit because he gets hurt a lot with hamstrings and obliques, and because the, the kid works hard, he always has been a hard worker, always out hustled everybody, and you know that's exciting. I'm glad to see it. You know that. Don't you love the well. grinders? Those guys yeah. that mm-hmm. just yeah. give it their all. You know, when Sparky was here, it was we, we always had a new third baseman every year. Mm-hmm. But it always ended up being the guy who, you, you know, this guy worked. Mm-hmm. He did. He tried to do all the basics right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was Tom Brookins every year. Yep. Every, you know, just uh, mm-hmm. and a couple of those guys. You know, oh, this is the next coming of Brooks Robinson. Tori Lovello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he he is he's coaching in the majors now, right? Tori yeah. Lovello. Yeah, he's a manager. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, well, you're gonna thoughts on individual performance. Here's my thoughts on individual performance. Of Tigers this last week. <laughs> Guy named I won't tell you his name. He's fifteen and four, has a two six eight ERA, uh, has an eight eight twelve uh, whip, and has two hundred six strikeouts. Justin Verlander. Yeah, there's a Tiger <laughs> that's performing very well. Yeah, I, I have nothing else. That's it. Nothing that's else. It. Really so it. tell us about the trade, Ethan. What do you think? Okay, so. I am perfectly happy with the trade of Castellanos going to the Cubs and what we got in return from because had we not traded him, we offered him the qualifying offer, which would have been somewhere around $18-19 million. Without a doubt, I truly believe he would have signed it because he's not going to fetch an $18-19 no. million dollar deal mm-hmm. yeah. on the open market per year. 
So I'm glad we got rid of them. You know, what we got in return are two medium to somewhat low high ceiling prospects sure. that are younger and at the lower parts of mm-hmm. you know a ball they'll take a year or two to figure out what exactly they'll be um i have an issue with the shane green trade to atlanta not so much that we dealt green before to we get off castellanos the cubs are happy they got castellanos yeah, yeah. he's batting 400 <laughs> yeah. yeah he has uh in five games one walk eight for 20 Broke up the no hitter the other night. Broke up yeah. the no hitter. Got yep. the only hit. <laughs> One point, uh, a eleven hundred twenty-five OPS so far. Well, you know, Wrigley Field suits him. Yeah, maybe it's, it's not. A, and it's and not, he said his problem was Comerica. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're joking. He's going to complain now that he's not getting any more doubles. Because <laughs> <laughs> he leads the major leagues in doubles. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. Yeah. He got yeah. one last night. Look, <laughs> anybody in the major leagues, you know, it's easy to sit here and criticize. Sure. These guys are incredible. Yeah, I can criticize them because you know they're rolling. They they can have a bad game, but they're still rolling out in Mercedes and you know, Ferraris <laughs> and stuff. So I can still okay. criticize well, them from hold afar. On, they're hold feeling on. at their job. You know, you know Daniel yeah. Daniel Norris could have a bad game, but he doesn't go to his Ferrari. No, he goes to his he van. Goes to his, you know, but nice, it's a nice van. Yeah, down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you going to say um, about Shane Green? The Shane Green trade, I have no problem with us trading him to Atlanta. I have a problem with Al Avila and this deal. I don't mind getting Joey. Wentz, I loved that get. But in an, in an interview after the trade deadline had ended that night uh, during the Tiger broadcast, Al Avila is talking about, you know, when it comes to negotiations, it's more of a standoff and who blinks first. I truly believe Al Avila blinked first in this yeah. uh, negotiation. He could have dwindled down that timer, yeah. wait, waited closer to that deadline, really put the pressure on Atlanta because Atlanta had blown a four run lead. In the ninth inning, on the trade deadline date, I don't like the addition of Travis Demerit. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked them. I would have liked them to either try to push, and I know you probably wouldn't have gotten Christian Pache, but uh, Waters is their number two prospect and mm-hmm. outfielder. He's four years younger. He has yeah. more hitting potential. He's a better defender. If if I'm out of you, I'm saying you include him in a deal, yeah. Or we go elsewhere because the Dodgers were interested. The Nationals were there still. Were, there were forty seconds left. I yeah. understand when that deal. Oh uh, no, that was the Castellanos oh, well, deal. Should have held out for the, Acuna. The, yeah. the, yeah. the, the Shane the Green deal got Acuna. done yeah. within about the last fifty to forty-five minutes of uh, the deadline still being. Well, here's here's uh, here's the gem of this. I think this Joey Wentz he, is going to be he's a great he's going to be a major league pitcher. Yeah. He's so far with Erie. He's 1 and 0 with a 180 ERA. Wait, Jess, why why are you stealing from our uh, Oh, is that later? <laughs> of the week? Oh, sorry, man. That's okay. I don't I don't I don't I don't know if Avila was being too aggressive in these trades. Uh, uh, because I think there's a lot. He was under the microscope, I think, more than any general manager because of how bad the Tigers are doing. And I think he got a little too sweaty under the armpits, as in, I have to do something because now I'm being watched, and if I don't do something, I'm going to be branded the worst general manager ever. He but he could have done better. He, I just think he could have done better. He lost better. his nerve. He although, did. Although yeah. I, did, I did enjoy him pointing out that the media blew, per, blew out of proportion Huge. the interest in in uh, Matthew Boyd. Yeah. I, I truly believe there was a lot of interest, 
but to the extent that the media was right. talking about it. But that's not to say that we can't move him in the offseason and I get don't better value for him when more teams are looking. R- but right. that doesn't necessarily mean that Avila will do that. I don't know how many teams really want him, though, because if you watch the MLB Network or these they, other... They never talked networks, about They never him. talked about him. They no. talked about all ESPN these other pitchers. Did, mm-hmm. but they MLB never brought Network up... Never he did. wasn't even like one of the top four or five pitchers they mentioned. No, yeah. no. And so, it's sad because he's consistent. And he's he's, he he's starting to runs, but yeah. yeah he's starting to find his mechanics. Mm-hmm. Gets a lot a of strikeouts. A lot of strikeouts. A lot of strikeouts. I mean, his numbers may look terrible because he's on the Tigers win loss record wise. But if he was on a team like uh, I think if Justin Verlander was here, he'd still he'd have a, a bad you know win. <laughs> How many win runs do they too? score for Boyd whenever he pitches? He's got he's got a virtually pitch shutout. We can definitely look that up, but it's it's not a lot. He's it's, probably got to pitch a shutout yeah. or give up one run for them to win. Yeah, yeah. sounds like the. Uh, MSBL Nationals last night. Their pitcher <laughs> is, is there something? Their like pitcher <laughs> gave up about three earned runs, and we lost six nothing. Ah, uh, mm, sorry, and my arm's killing me today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should have uh, traded for you or for the boy <laughs> well, I could throw batting practice for about yeah. ten minutes. Uh, Astros had a no no last week. Yep, combined no no. Combined. Well, hey, don't look, I, a no no is a no no, man. Is it? And, you know, the the sad fact of the matter is Seattle has now been on the tail end of two combined no-nos this year. They got no hit by uh, the Angels the night of, you know, the Tyler Skaggs mm-hmm. um, memorial. And then, uh, yeah, Astros no-hit them as well. And this was Aaron Sanchez. Uh, was this his debut this with This was them? his debut with Three the... and 14, Aaron Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> Are they pushing the right buttons or what? <laughs> I mean, they're, they got a scary rotation. That's what we're going to talk about next. Is I honestly believe, without a doubt, they got the best rotation in Major League What's Baseball. What's there has to be? Their the rotation. The not too shabby either. No, yeah. it's not. JV. JV. Granky. It's probably going to go JV, Garrett Cole, yeah. Zach Granky. yeah. Um, uh, then, you know, the bottom two Miley, could be Wade Miley, Aaron Sanchez. Sanchez. You flip them back mm-hmm. and forth depending. Just remember, the Tigers had five aces in their hands in 2012. The Tigers yeah. didn't have as diverse of a lineup, though. True, but, I mean... I'll tell you, just those the, the top three in that uh, in that rotation in Houston. Huge. And when you get to the playoffs, all you need is three. You yeah. don't need five. It helps, but, yeah. you know, to get through a seven-game series. Well, that was, yeah. that was yeah. the thing. Was that, was, was that Atlanta that Johnny Sane pitched for? They'd, they'd say, you know, you need three. They had, mm-hmm. they had Spawn, Warren Spawn and Johnny Sane. Yeah. So they'd say Spawn and Sane. And and pray for pray rain. Pray for rain. Yeah. No, but yeah. um, <laughs> before, before we get to our, our guest, special guest calling in. Um, yeah, I want to bring him on the line for this discussion. Okay, now. yeah, yeah. Bring Scott in real quick. Hey, Scott. Hey guys, how are you? Hey, good man, good. How how are how were things at the Field of Dreams? Well, I literally have just arrived home just moments ago, and uh, we had a great two weeks out there. We had two different formats going. The first one was a fantasy camp, which World Series, which I will tell you, teams are already approaching me for next year. And um, then we had our father son event, which was a small group that we uh, basically just threw the balls and bats out there. We played ball for. Uh, three days and it was absolutely fabulous oh cool cool we just uh you know the the uh event in west palm where i got to play with joey uh and see him uh shortstop throwing to me at first base and 
he still brags about batting 720 down there. <laughs> and uh, uh, by the way, he's batting 433 on this team he's playing on here right now. He's Jeez. just he's killing it. I'm sitting there last night. Is there night. any leather on the ball still? This guy <laughs> and these guys throw. They're yeah. you know it's an 18 and over team. They're throwing bullets. Anyway. I'm proud of my little boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he really loves you saying that on the. Hey, we, uh, Scott, we were talking about uh, this rotation they got in mm-hmm. uh, in Houston. Uh, uh, maybe one of the best ever. Oh, unbelievable! Now, question for all of you: They make it to the World Series, and they're still all pitching very well. Who do you start? Game one, Justin Verlander. Oh, do you? Without a doubt. Do you? Without a doubt. Yeah. I'd save him for game two. Start Grinky. If he's pitching well, start Grinky. Save Grinky for yeah. game no. five if needs to be. No. Because okay. if, if you start JV okay, game 78 one, wins. whatever. If you start JV game one, he starts game four. He starts game seven. If you go to a game seven, there is no well, right those, now. Those, nah, those days are over. All yeah. right. That he's not Bob Gibson. That's right. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, it, he he's he's it, come out of the bullpen in you know in the playoffs he he's done everything that you could have asked for and i honestly believe 2012 how many home runs did he give up when he started i don't care about 2012 <laughs> he's re, he's reinvented himself he knows yeah. he can't he can't blow the ball by every single batter anymore mm-hmm. the thing is he, he and madison bumgardner who i was shocked actually didn't get traded uh by far, those two are the best postseason pitchers in this decade, past two two decades at least. Hmm. Um, any any pressure game, I want him with the ball, because I know even if he's off at the start, he's gonna push through it. He's gonna be a bulldog. He's not gonna back down from anyone. True. Um, I just remember the World Series in 2012. You know why do we have to bring this up? <laughs> Thank you, Jess. The whole time, Frank, who the, do you start? The whole time game one sucked that year. I guess it depends who's had the longest rest, who pitched the last game. Yeah, Scott. So you, so you know, we have a special guest in the studio. It's my boss from baseball season, <laughs> the head coach at uh, Bloomfield Hills High School. It's uh, Frank DeVito, uh, and uh, Frank Scott runs the uh, organization called Play at the Plate. And uh, it's playattheplate.org. It is a a baseball uh, tournament gathering paradise. At, really, paradise. at uh, at uh, major league parks, at historic venues. Every place I've played with them has been uh, like playing on carpet. Beautiful stadiums, just great atmosphere, and some pretty good baseball. Uh, depending on uh, the team you play against. Mm-hmm. Now, the team I was on in Durham. We weren't great, but we had a lot of fun. And this, uh, there was this team from New York that was really good. So you, you never know. Uh, they lit me up for sure. Uh, uh, so, Scott, what's going on with your Cardinals? Um, well, they didn't make any moves at the deadline, which disappointed me and pretty much every other Cardinal. And actually, I was in St. Louis. I went to two games last Tuesday and Wednesday when the trading deadline was coming to a close. And uh, although they did beat the Cubs two out of three last week, they went out, stunk it up against the A's, got crushed last night against the Dodgers, which I, I mean, Walker is just done. I don't know why they keep giving him the ball back. I don't know. Um, he's done. I mean, this team needed pitching for sure. And I knew Granky was going to get traded. And I predicted to my friends that Granky would get traded with uh, – to the Cardinals, and uh, he didn't. And for what they gave up, the Cardinals could have gave up even more and could have had a, a pitcher that could have 
possibly help them. So we're not happy in Cardinal Land with the uh, ownership of front office, I can tell you that. Mm. Well, uh, you need to send some kind of communication to your buddy Dave Harville. That I'm sure that'll spark him up. Uh, uh, Dave is improving from what I read, and uh, we send our best wishes out to him and his wife, uh, Deanna, uh, for well, a speedy recovery. Yeah, he's, uh, I believe, coming home in the next couple of days. Oh, great, great. But uh, he still has a long way to go. Well, uh, Scott, uh, we, we already ran your commercial. Uh, cool. And, uh, uh, man, I look at it, and I just want to get out there and play. Mm-hmm. Well, then uh, come to Texas, then. Uh, <laughs> it actually, it's almost sold out. There's only so, 10 spots left to play one of the last games ever at the ballpark at Arlington. Well, tell us about it. Tell us. September 20th and 21st. And, and you get I'll to play. another thing. There better be a Tigers fantasy camp team in this event next year. The dates are July 30, 31, August 1 and 2, 2020. There, you got a year. Get it done. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Texas, when is Texas? Tell us when that is again. September 20th and 21st. It's a Friday, Saturday. Maybe you're a football fan. The Cowboys are right across the street on Sunday. All right, so that and they that's the, the Lions. <laughs> no, yeah. he didn't say they had a buy. Uh, oh. So the 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 games are Friday and Saturday. Yep, you'll be play. You'll play four games over the course of two days. Clubhouse, your name will be on a locker. Laundry service the first night. Lunch in the clubhouse both days. You'll be on the field a grand total of about ten hours. So it's a beautiful ballpark. A shame that it's not going to be used for baseball anymore. They're not tearing it down. They're going to reconfigure the seats for football and uh, soccer. And uh, But you're going to play literally one of the last, I think it's like technically be the sixth and seventh last games. They have one home stand right after us, and that's it. I so. saw the Tigers play there uh, last week and uh, get sw- swept. Um, uh, but it looks like they're building quite a monstrosity right down the street there. Well, it's, it's directly across the street. Basically, it would have cost them $1.3 billion oh. to put a roof over that one or $1.1 billion to build a new one. So you do the math. Yeah, yeah. sure. Well, so uh, that's Scott, the way they went. Scott uh, I'll do my best to get uh, Fantasy Camp guys there. And uh, I do have some time, and I know a few. Uh, good. Uh, glad you had a good time. It is playattheplate.org. Anybody interested in playing baseball in a major league facility, in a historic facility, and going to the Field of Dreams in Iowa, check it out. There are all kinds of great events. I personally have really loved the event in West Palm Beach at Roger Dean Stadium. Just outstanding. I met some wonderful people, and uh, there were two levels of baseball there where you, you know, you, if you if you're not comfortable stealing bases, you can play with uh, more restricted rules. Um, and oh my goodness, what a great time! And I've never been well, treated thanks, better Scott. anywhere, Scott. I appreciate it. All right, that's playattheplate.org. Thanks for joining us today, Scotty. Take All care. Right. See you guys next week. Bye, Scotty. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's a it's a great. It's just it's heaven. You you'd enjoy doing it with Alex. You really would. Um, well, we're going to talk about what's going on in our minor leagues, right? So before we get to that, because I actually, I, I'm realizing this Do you as, think Scott as would go- set us up with going to one of these things, maybe get a deal? Uh, 
would mm. we have to play and win? Oh, wait. <laughs> wait we would have I, to. We saw you. We, we saw you batting practice hey, last hey. week. That's right. I had hits. I missed one. How many did he I, miss? I missed a lot, but I think I, I think out of our group, I hit the furthest one? No, it's not necessarily factual. Who was pitching? <laughs> Rose. Rose. Well, I hit the back. Out of the group of myself, you, and Steven. Steven also didn't have batting gloves, and he was crushing the ball. I thought it was crazy that he decided not to wear batting gloves. Ought to be young and strong. <laughs> but I've so been, what do you want to talk I've about? I've been going down my the rundown I made, and I realized I left out the biggest story of you know the past week really, and that was the brawl between the Reds and oh, the, the Pirates. Oh, the trade, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to kind of get a, an opinion because not only were there some interesting storylines that would follow, but um, that that whole chaos piece in general. We're seeing that more and more now in baseball, and it's it's something that I'm wondering: is is it the philosophy of some coaches? Is it you know the players finally you know standing up for themselves, saying, "Hey, we're ta- we're done with taking some of this stuff," and um, were, were some coaches okay with this? You know, just flat out melee because as you we kind of would see if you watched the video of it, the pitching coach knows exactly what his pitcher is going to do. He gives him the he gets the ball and he knows exactly his, that his pitcher yeah. is not going to his dugout. He's going to the other one. Well, you saw uh, last week Boyd hit. Uh, was it Odor? Odor, yeah, no yeah. Odor staring. And, and it, obviously, he didn't intend to hit him. Not a yeah. three and one count when he's we're uh, up four to two. Just, Plus, know, his lifetime batting average against him was one eighty eight. So yeah. Boyd's not trying to. And why no. would you hit Odor? Odor's my hero for cold cock <laughs> and Batista. John Birdie, John Birdie got into a big brawl with him in the minor leagues. Oh, really? Coming up, yeah, John told me, yeah, he's. He's yeah. a feisty cat. Yeah. yeah. Odor is, yeah. Mm. yeah well, he doesn't back down from anybody. Yeah, well, it's, it might be just because of his size. He's yeah. always had to be tough. Yeah, I think it's just right around this time, tensions are getting high. If you're in a series, a long series with somebody, and you're not getting the calls, the other team's hooting and hollering at you, well, the tensions are going to stay high. It's happened through history all the time. The I mean, prob- look what happened with Cabrera the and The problem the with baseball fights is, well, maybe it's not a problem. It's probably a good thing. There usually isn't a lot of fighting. No, it's a lot of it's shoving mainly and holding guys back and making wait, wait, sure guys don't get hurt. Screaming in 18 different languages. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is why this one was so unique was the fact that you, when you see the video and you saw it live, it was Garrett's intent was not to go over and you know say verbally what he was thinking. It was I'm coming over. I'm cocking back you. my he, fist. He ran at him, yeah. And thankfully, in a sense, he completely whiffed at the guy he was going after because I truly believe if he got him square in the face he'd be knocked he, out. He would he would not have been awake very right. much so. Um I just feel but, bad for Chris Archer during all that. He yeah, was just trying Ar- to, Ar- to stop it. Archer, Archer did get um very, very, you know, much into it, but not because he wanted to. He just wanted to stop. But I thought it was the biggest thing was Clint Hurdle was, you know, uh Gone, you know the the Pirates manager went after no, not the Pirates man, the Reds manager went mm-hmm. after Clint Hurdle, and this isn't the first time any that's uh, another manager's gone after Clint Hurdle sure. in a verbal or physical uh, form this year, and you know it, could it could it really be that Clint Hurdle is kind of still preaching the old the old you know sense of baseball that you know hey we stand up know, for yourself. Not really stand up for yourself, but the fact that 
the the Pirates have been known though these last few years to be pitching heavily inside, and sometimes is it, are they pitching inside or are they pitching to the pitching at the player? And it's it's something that you know Major League Baseball will, in my opinion, does need to address. There, there is a purpose to pitching inside, but when you're pitching inside and the ball is going near somebody's head. That needs to stop because oh, yeah. that's not pitching inside. Right. I don't mind you throwing a 95-mile-an-hour fastball on the inner half of the plate to get the guy's gut out of the way, you know, make him back off a little. But when you're putting 98, 99 up near somebody's head, yeah. you are asking for somebody to come out and so, come after you. So do you want to stand in against Trevor Rosenthal of the Detroit Tigers? <laughs> well, that, no. that's a completely... I mean, no, but at, the, but at the same time, he he's not a great control pitcher. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. But Bakella, or however you say his name, the relief pitcher for Pittsburgh that was throwing up and in at Derek Dietrich, who had hit multiple home runs against uh, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh already this year and in that series. When he, who has he was showing during that game, he has control of his fastball. When he throws a fastball 98 miles an hour right up by your head, you know he didn't. That didn't just slip. You know it didn't slip because he was throwing it consistently in the zone. I think a lot of the Pirates too has been frustration because I think they have the yeah. worst record since the All Star break, mm-hmm. and they I, they were in it for a little bit for the wild card before the All Star break, and they have just. Slid down a hill. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, since but then. I'm all I'm all in for having being frustrated. Yeah. But there is a certain ten, certain spots where you can be frustrated, and then there are times you need to dial it back. And it's showing when other managers are now coming after you because yeah. they because they're trying to stand up for their player, saying, "Hey, enough with this shit. Mm-hmm. It's it's not I've, gonna fly." I've read some things here recently where. Uh, People in Pittsburgh are starting to say the things about Hurdle that were being said about Osmus here. And Hurdle's been there a while. Yeah. In fact, uh, uh, one, there's a Mr. Hurdle at Bloomfield Hills High School who's related yep. to Clint Oh, Hurdle. really? Yeah. It's his second cousin. Well, wow. <laughs> yeah. Joey, was, when Joey, Joey took his class, kid. and he was like, Do you know that he's a cousin to, you know, Clint Hurdle? <laughs> oh, is that cool? You know, it's like, you know, a major league ball player. Uh, I noticed Puig uh, was in the middle of that yep. melee. And he wasn't even a member of the Reds at that point. And <laughs> he didn't know that. That's my son's favorite player. Oh, <laughs> He's got his Dodger jersey. No. We, we were at a game in Phoenix a couple years ago when J.D. was out there. And we sat in right field because we knew that's where J.D. would be. Mm-hmm. And they were playing the Dodgers. And when Puig came out there, man, he just looked like a man among boys. Oh, yeah. he's, he's just ripped. He's that tank. guy, you can just see it. It's, his body's like a V going down to his waist. <laughs> and and Middle linebacker. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. could play football. He looked yeah. like a football player. Speaking of waist, when during that whole thing, Puig went after... Uh, everyone? He went after everyone. The bad boy. But he went after one specific yeah. pitcher. And I love it because when you slow this down, this video, and you slow it down, you can see the pitcher he's going after just give him like a hip thrust. A hip thrust. Yeah. On our next show, you need to have the video I, I and we'll know, talk about it more. Sure. The we did show a video of a fight uh, that I saw the video on some site, uh, social media site today. It was several people. Maybe it's on an anniversary of it. 
uh, our buddy Nolan Ryan and Robin Ventura. Yeah, that, that, that was yesterday. Was that the was, anniversary yeah. of that? Oh, my goodness. So we, we missed it by a day. <laughs> uh, I don't know what Robin Ventura's grade point average was, but <laughs> this this was not a good decision. No. Nolan, uh, Nolan Ryan was a, is a big man. He's a big man. Strong. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Uh, you're going to talk to us about uh, yeah, Mr. Gonna, Wentz. Joey gonna... Wentz, who we picked up. In return for Shane Green. Yeah, so Joey Wentz, 21 years old. Uh, since coming over to the Tigers' farm system, he is now the 10th-ranked prospect in the system. And the Tigers' uh, farm system, as of this morning, is now the number six, according to baseball, uh, to, according to Major League Baseball. Moving on. Pitching or hitters? <laughs> Overall. Because they're lacking hitting. Overall. Yeah, they've got, they've got Riley Green. Looks like they have some, oh, that guy, looking at his stats, of course, he's at, what, short season ball right now in mm-hmm. Connecticut. Mm-hmm. But, uh, boy, for a kid. He's, but his first game, two yeah. doubles, a home run. <laughs> Well, and he's batting R- Riley Green, or and then yeah. there is a uh, international signing that the Tigers did. Who apparently last night just this guy had a massive game, and I, I'm I got to look up his stats again. But apparently we got a international guy who could be coming up pretty quick um, from so, Japan. Apparently it's all from Japan or Korea where you can. No, get I think the really I think he's a Dominican. Oh, great. I think it's Dominican. Um, but uh, Joey Wentz. With uh, Mississippi, so double-A for uh, Atlanta, he had started 20 games this year, uh, 5-8 and eight record with a 472 ERA, 131 whip in 103 innings, 100 strikeouts, and 45 walks. And, of course, as we said earlier, with Erie, he's had one start. He's 1-0 with a 1.8 ERA, 1.2 whip, 5 innings, 6 strikeouts, 2 walks. For a lefty, he's... Seems like he's got some pretty good stuff. Obviously, got swing and miss stuff, but comparing to Matt Boyd, com- comparing to Matt Boyd, there's still some development that needs yeah, to happen. Well, sure. I think that's what they see. They see uh, potential in this guy. Yeah. Let's hope. You know, uh, and he's in that Double A Erie uh, pitching staff, which is stacked right now. You they got should Mize. just bring that staff up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might as Tiger well. Fans, something to, you know. Might get excited well. about. I think I agree with you. Get, let, yeah. let, let's I was even excited. I bet you they'd fill the stands if they brought a couple of those guys up. Yeah, yeah. I like. Would you that. bring up Casey Mize? No, yeah. I bring. I right now. I'd bring up Manning before I bring up Mize. Mm. Yeah, or well, Burroughs. You're or not Burroughs. the general manager, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. I uh, was at one point. If, but the, now if the Tigers <laughs> would, like it, would like to interview me for the GM job, I, I will definitely. Uh, I'll come, tell you, come we had somebody. We had somebody on the show a few weeks ago. David Kaner, yep. who I think would be a great GM for the Tigers, sure. despite the fact that nobody knows who he is. This guy knows. Yeah. He knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. used to uh, communicate regularly with Dombrowski when Dombrowski was here mm-hmm. and, and advise him. And every once in a while, some of those things would happen. It was amazing. Uh, and, uh, David, if you're listening, that's a shout-out to you. Um, so uh, Wentz may be the real deal. We don't know. But, yeah, if they brought up that whole pitching staff that'd be interesting it would fill the seats yeah. I agree with you. I, you know and this demerit guy they got um you can see he's pretty raw but you know he's going to develop there's something there he, i hope so there's he, 20 he, home runs in the minors i'm still i know he's only been with the tigers for a few games it would be nice to see him pop some out yeah. for us yeah. i did Probably see him hit that not, triple not the other in night. our homestand yeah. this yeah. time he, but he yeah. runs well yeah he, he certainly runs well he's faster than uh, uh castellanos and 
you know, plays right field about the same, it looks like. He's gritty. Uh, I like him. Uh, and then our catcher that we brought up. Jake Rogers. Jake Rogers. He has a home run today. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's, Fantastic. Yeah. He's hitting. Oh, 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 that's right. It's a doubleheader double today. Header today. Uh, looks like the Tigers are currently losing 3-2 to two after 5. Wow, only three to two. Yeah, oh, well, mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, John John Hicks just struck out swinging. Then who started today? Uh, Daniel Norris. Okay, all right. Three runs, five innings. That's not too bad. Now we'll no. see uh, how many strikeouts today. Give and, up a and home run in the first. Here's here's another thing about when you look at guys' ERAs. Let's let's say you're a Tiger pitcher and you're pitching really well, and you gave up six hits in five innings. Okay. How many of those balls that are ground balls through the infield might a Ian Kinsler have gotten to? Might a uh, an Alan Trammell type? You know what I'm saying? Sure, they don't have the great range on that infield. I was waiting for you to say how many of those would a Javi Baez have gotten you since well, we were talking earlier about the Yeah, that the was Michael. one of the guys offered for, for <laughs> yeah. Fulmer. Well, yeah. it's, it's just, you know, we brought in Mercer and Harris. Um, to kind of fill that little tiny void, and they're just going to be. Hope, they were hopefully be move pieces okay. by this time, but then they got injured. It's not a Mercer, small, not a small void. Second base and shortstop. It's huge, um, and Mercer's just for some odd reason he just doesn't. He can't get his mechanics down either. Probably because he well, hasn't had a full season. And he's also been hurt. And he's been yeah. hurt. You don't know what he's playing but through. It's like, man, it's like we had. We had a pretty good infield two, three years ago, and now it's like, wow, we're just, just really struggling. Is Harrison ever going to be yeah. back? I don't. Uh, no, he's, I think he's, he's done for the year. Yeah. Isn't he rehabbing right now? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I mean mm-hmm. he he very well could come back. Do I want him to come back? Not really. Aren't I just, they just both on a one year though? No, yeah. Harris was I think a two. Two, year. but was Mercer two? Mercer was one, but Mercer I think is getting more money for one year than Harrison is getting for two. Well, that's fun. so. I like the Harrison signing. I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was good. Actually, I like clubhouse. And, I like mm-hmm. both signings to, yeah. to have some kind of veteran sure. presence. Sure, uh, you know what were we doing? Uh, who was the guy that we were playing at second base? Lugo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we were playing Ronnie Rodriguez and <laughs> Ronnie Rodriguez. <laughs> Don't remind me. But you know, I was the guy who was where, where criticizing is, him before before then, the season started. But then you jumped on the bandwagon, well, and I told you he's not going to keep up. And he right. didn't. He didn't. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> we got our uh, last segment to get to, and that is, of course, our great food segment. Hmm. And our, our two foods today are courtesy of Oracle Coliseum, home of the Oakland A's. The first one are the Party Pops. Wouldn't you like <laughs> to be the guy driving that around? On a hot day? I, I, don't no. know that I, I don't know that I want to be driving it around, but I would n- not mind having one of these. Uh, yeah, I'm not much of a drinker. So, I'd... So these party pops are boozy popsicles. Uh, it's a oversized tricycle style cart, as you can see in the video. It's not video, but picture. Um, and they sell frozen cocktails on a stick. They have a blueberry mania made made with tequila, um, Moscow Moscow mule, mm-hmm. and a bourbon spiked Southern Belle. <laughs> well, that makes it. Okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> not, I'm just not. I'm not a hard liquor kind. I'll of have guy. a water, please. I, yeah. <laughs> same here. And you know, at a at a sporting event, the more booze you put into people, more de- the more it deteriorates. If you've been to a Lions game, you know, people have to drink before those games. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, I, Tiger I, I'm Games going to the Lions. Yeah, now the, the Tigers Lions as well. game on Thursday. I'm hoping for something good, but who knows? And what else they have out there? Some, um, this sound now. This yeah. sounds the, good. This one sounds I could good. Eat this. Um, but of course, it's probably not healthy. Uh, the enchilada skins, which are a fun take on potato skins, but these are made with enchilada sauce and slow roasted chicken. And it yeah, sounds heart healthy too. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I I, to- I I have a feeling that my cardiologist would have no issue with me downing a few of these. <laughs> I got I got to tell you though, this doesn't look like ballpark food. Mm-mm. I mean, where's the vegan hot dog? Oh no, my god. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you take the chicken off of there, then you could probably have it just. You know, mm-hmm. I went I went to a game with Frank a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I didn't have a vegan hot dog cuz I didn't want to embarrass myself. Sure. But what did we have? We had, have? I didn't know they sold them there. They do. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, at the Big League Grill, you know, uh-huh. that, that spot, yeah, they, yeah. they have a vegan hot dog, a veggie dog. And, For and, twenty six fifty. And they've been making fun. <laughs> yeah, probably it's about it. And they've been making fun of me about it because I, well, I'm trying to stay away from, you know. We're not, we're not making fun of you because fats. of uh, it being, you know, vegan. I made fun of it because it looked disgusting. <laughs> and I, and well, I don't I, really and I know. Stand by my statement that it looked like. Uh, I don't know how it tasted. It's a hot dog. Yeah, hey. I, you know. Oh, and I didn't know how it tasted because I put mustard and relish on it. A lot of it. <laughs> so you just added. So it was to like it. eating a mustard and relish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank, we have a question. We ask. We ask most of our guests, and this this uh, this constitutes what we think of you. So answer carefully. <laughs> when you have a hot dog, uh-huh. is it mustard or ketchup? Mustard. All right. <laughs> Frank is definitely no a baseball guy. What's your go-to though when you go to a to a game? Um, I don't eat a lot. What was hot <laughs> that night? Water. We had the frozen lemonade. Oh, that's right. We yeah. had a frozen lemonade. Okay. Yeah, it we was could... a rain delay, remember? Yeah. We didn't stay for the game because the rain delay was over an hour. They put mm-hmm. the tarp on. Then they took it they off. They took it off, and they put it back on. <laughs> Five minutes later. We're like, all right, we're done. Yeah, we're done. It's going on 10 o'clock. <laughs> At my age, it was already past my bedtime. You got to go home and watch the rest of the game on TV. Yeah, and it was uh, a little more, a little less steamy in the house. Yeah. It was a really humid. Hot night. It was, and you know, it was only—I think it was only eleven dollars for those two frozen lemonades. Two for eleven? Two for eleven bucks. Wow! Hey, well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. For uh, thank you, Frank, for being here. Really thank appreciate you. I it. Really enjoyed it. Thanks for being here at NRMStreamcast.com. Thank you, Debbie, for coming on. Yeah, Debbie yep, was yep. great. And beep, check beep. our website to see the information about that. Check uh, Facebook. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, even Ethan. Or Ian, even, whatever. (laughs) Thank you, Ethan. And just remember, let's play two.